Will the baseball season be canceled? Can it possibly happen? I don't know. Is everybody cheating? I don't know. Logan Morrison says he thinks so. All of that and more on the Baseball Talk Radio Show with Rich and Gary. I'm Gary Mack. He's Rich Baxter. And Rich, you're... I'm, we're doing this on Skype today, and um, your background looks a little bit different. It looks like you're in a car somewhere. Yes, it is, Gary Mack. Uh, how you doing? I'm on vacation, heading down to spring training, as uh, I was saying on the last show. So I'm taking you guys along with me. And uh, today I find myself in Charleston, South Carolina. Very nice uh, town. Never been here before on my way down to spring training if there is a spring training as you said uh i'm very concerned every day i was just listening to mlb radio coming uh here parking to do the show with you and uh god it's it's unprecedented uh, as a few of the players have been saying we're in uncharted territory we don't know what's going to happen from day to day and that's the truth as the hours change um, everything is changing. It it certainly is, and and very strange indeed. Um, Seattle is looking to play at least the beginning of their games till the end of March in uh, in in Seattle. Um, I'm sorry, in in Arizona, simply because Seattle passed, or Washington State, I should say, <clears throat> passed an ordinance that you can't have gatherings of more than 250 people so they're looking to play in arizona the nba has suspended their season until further notice now because one of their players is tested positive uh no major league baseball player has tested positive as of yet but uh this is a serious thing and uh, the the thing about it is is we've had worse situations than this don't know why this is getting all the press, but um, at, at least the, this country acted on it by uh, ordering an embargo on travel and stopping travel uh, to those countries. So they've cut that down a little bit. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a bit of a mess and it leaves a lot of uncertainty about the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco, the same way. I believe um, they banned play. Uh, through the month of March. So the, the Giants are looking as well as a uh, temporary solution to this issue. And uh, thank goodness they haven't canceled spring training yet. <laughs> that would just be my luck on the morning that I get there. Okay, fellas, wrap it up. We're going we're gonna to cancel it, you know, I, for the first I, time probably in a long time. Well, I know you get tickets already, but what I would do as soon as I hit Clearwater, I head over and get a ticket for another game just to guarantee that you get a game in because uh, you never know. But and and from the looks of things, uh, there are tickets available. Seats are uh, not as the, the stadium, I should say. There's a lot of empty seats showing up. I watched the, uh, the Dodgers and the. Uh, Oh, God, who'd they play? Uh, the Brewers last night, 
And uh, later on, I watched the uh, P- uh, Padres and the Mariners, and there were a lot of empty seats around. So I don't know if that's any indication or what, uh, but, you know, uh, it- it's it's a scary situation. Yes, and of course, the president coming on the news last night uh, telling us of tremendously uh, changing travel restrictions on Europe, 30-day ban as of Friday from any European country uh, outside of the UK. So uh, this is getting getting more and more serious. Of course, the World Health Organization declared this now a pandemic, and now all of a sudden um, it's taken on a new, new priority with a, a lot of folks. But um, We'll have to see. We'll have to monitor each day as it happens. There's still plenty of travelers out here uh, in the East Coast, uh, southern U.S. Anyway, I see a lot of travelers. I'm sure there could be a lot more. A lot more people are staying home. But, uh, yeah, definitely a a game changer, so to speak, for what's going on with baseball. Yes, certainly. And, uh, you know, speaking of travelers, we got an email this week from one of those travelers that was out in Arizona before all of this stuff hit the uh, fan. Uh, And that's Jeff Cohen. And uh, he was out in Arizona to visit his son, who is a student manager for the Arizona State's baseball team. And he went to six of the spring training sites out in Arizona and he sent a little email to give us a little breakdown, I it's kind of long, so I don't know if I'll read the uh, the um, the whole thing. But he he did manage to go to the Diamondbacks training site that they share with the Colorado Rockies, and he noticed that uh, Madison Bumgarner is a bit of a prima donna. He didn't participate in in the drills, and after all the drills were completed, he just left. He was the first one out of the complex. The security guard told me he's always the first to leave the facility. Uh, some of the pitches when coaches were taking pitchers and talking with the fans, but uh, Bumgarner was not around. So that's an interesting thing. Uh, he went to the Angels camp. He was happy to see Angels Anthony Rendon in an Angels uniform and out of the NL East. Um And uh, he said the Giants were very tight. They were You were regulated to the seats in the stadium and only a few sections at that. You were not allowed to venture into the backfields where the players were practicing. And you have to wonder if part of that is due to this coronavirus. It was just starting when he was down there. That was a couple of weeks ago. And he said the Cubs have a magnificent facility in Mesa, tremendous complex, lots of fans. And I was able to take a picture with Lou Pinella, who works for the Cubs. And he says the Dodgers and the White Sox share a spring training facility in Glendale. Um, he did go to the Dodgers side. He said Tommy Lasorda, he was there. Talked to him a little bit. And uh, he said the security was very tight at Diamondbacks and Giants facility as they have metal detectors. And the exhibition games hadn't even begun when he was there. So he was there early in spring training. But uh, we asked for a little spring training report. And there we go. One from Arizona. Thank you, Jeff. I'm sorry I cut it short and uh, paraphrased it. But um, we're on a time limit today uh, because Rich has got something lined up there on his vacation. And and, uh, he deserves to do that. So, But thanks for the email. (laughs) 
and uh, he does a terrific uh, job with his uh, buddy Len in Baseball and Barbecue podcast, so go check that out whenever you can. It's a great uh, podcast covering baseball and barbecue. But uh, there's a little pre- report from Arizona, and uh, Rich, I guess it's not much different in Florida. We'll be finding that out from you, hopefully, in, in the next uh, episode. Not much different at all. I did hear from a few folks down there, and one in particular sent an email to me. He wondered uh, if I would be modifying my travel uh, plans due to the virus, and uh, he himself was uh, wondering if he should do that as well. So, yes, there's great concern, and my advice to him was, you know, let your conscience be your guide, so to speak. Uh, You have to follow that. Um, and I'm not sure what he's decided, but uh, I told him I'm still on the way down. I'm going to still go through with the, uh, nice trip that I had planned out. And, uh, unless it's canceled by the MLB, I will be there. So, uh, that listener, he knows who he is and, uh, I appreciate the email. I don't want to say his name, but, uh, he goes down to spring training every year in Florida and I hope to, uh, Bump elbows with him, possibly. Now, did you notice anything on the uh, train, on the plane at all? Any different uh, procedures you had to go through? Uh, they take your temperature, anything like that? None at all. Now, that's a common misnomer um, that I've heard, and I heard, uh, oh, don't go on a plane because you know you're going to get your temperature taken. No, absolutely not. Uh, it's business as usual for now. You just want to take your hand sanitizer, your wipes, if you're going on a trip, uh, wipe your area down, and and use precaution. This is an epidemic or a pandemic now, but it can be managed. You can take uh, necessary precautions to uh, help yourself out. So um, don't segregate yourself to uh, a life of, uh, you know, staying in the house. even though for some people that might be a good idea. If you're not well, if you have underlying conditions, uh, by all means, yes, do, you know, take every precaution. Stay home, stay away from people um, because you're most at risk. So uh, that would be good advice for anybody that is in that very high-risk area. I I think that's excellent advice and i think those are the ones that should be watching it uh i know we we are staying at home my wife happens to fit into that high risk area uh she has a compromised immune system so um we kind of watch it not going out into crowds as much and everything um because you just never know but you know it's it, it's a it's a funny thing and and uh I'm just wondering if they cancel the start of the season, if they if they would consider pushing it back till say April or take off, you know, six game, play 156 game season. I mean, there are probably ways they could do it. They could probably start in April, and because of the coronavirus, they could probably get away with playing double headers, though it would wreak havoc with the system, uh, with the uh, schedules. But um, you know, I don't think. We all realize how the effect of this is. Now we just say, "Well, they cancel a few ball games," but then what you're doing is you're taking all of these promotional dates they have scheduled, 
and they have to reschedule those. And then if the stadium's closed, all of those people, the ushers, the vendors that get paid on that day, you know, they're not going to get, they're not going to have a job for those uh, days that the stadiums are closed. And um, so I, you know, I guess the difference with baseball is you're outside. So I don't know if that affects it any differently. Um, I heard a doctor say last night about the NBA and, and one of the reasons they closed was because of the, you know, they're in a locker room and it's sweaty and everything else. And not that baseball isn't, but, um, they are also a lot of close contact when they're sweating and stuff on the court. So they felt, you know, how are you going to, you can't sanitize everything. So, uh, that was one reason that they looked at it. But uh, I don't know. You know, it is an outdoor sport. I don't know if that means anything different. Um, there's not usually a lot of contact per se, unless it's just, you know, team members high-fiving and that sort of thing mm-hmm. or in the clubhouse. But um, I don't know. We'll. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see, as you said. Yeah, that's all we can do. Um take one day at a time and uh i think we'll get through this we've gotten through everything else uh that's been thrown at us and i believe i heard a quote um in the past day that the um the last epidemic type of virus to come out of uh, asia there was a lot more deaths uh before it was eventually uh solved and um unfortunately yeah that that seems to wet the way it goes sometimes but uh, with this virus it seems like we're taking a lot more early precautions than we did the last time i don't remember all this the last uh, epidemic there was with um, the viruses and things like that um, so we're we're more prepared this time it seems like to me well that's a political discussion that we won't get into <laughs> <laughs> or or the information is getting to people this time um and it seems like more people are aware of it that's just my observation maybe uh the last one i wasn't as as concerned at all that could be true too no uh the, the last big one i believe was the swine flu and and uh they said that there was a, a thousand deaths in in our country before we acted on anything um, so, um, when this, I, I don't want to get political, but when this president came in, he started a, a, uh, I forget what they called it, but it, it's sort of a task force for these kind of things to, to get ahead of the curve on them and everything. And, and like I said, as soon as this really started breaking and they knew it was coming from China, they shut down, tra- uh, the, uh, um, the, 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 uh, air, f- you know, from coming over, uh, the travel ban so uh and now an, another travel ban in europe because europe has got a lot of cases italy's got like ten thousand cases i think spain has like three thousand and they're not really doing anything about it they're letting people travel and whatnot so um at, at least we're acting on that but uh, as i said that's another issue for another show and you know rich it wouldn't be a baseball show in 2020, if we didn't have a cheating story, now would it? <laughs> no, it would not. Well, who's cheating now? 
Well, Logan Morrison of the uh, Seattle Mariners says more or less that everyone is cheating. He, uh, he, the, the Milwaukee Brewers first baseman wrote in a since deleted Instagram post. Somebody got to him, uh, saying that he believes other teams have been guilty of the similar infractions. I know from firsthand accounts that the Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, and Red Sox all have used film to pick signs. He wrote. Per New Jersey Advanced Media's Brendan Cootie, just want you guys to know the truth. I personally think it's a tool in a tool belt to pick signs, but if we're going to be punishing people for it, don't half-ass it. So I, I guess he's kind of saying if you're going to punish them, punish them. Uh, but everybody's doing it anyway, and as he says, a tool in a tool belt. So should we let everybody do it or not? And, and we've speculated about this. This has been going on for a long time, and that the Astros can't be the only team that's doing it. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. And uh, 2020 will be a season that will be scrutinized like no other. Uh, we've seen that over the past couple of years with people knowing that something was wrong with the Astros and nothing was done about it. But now that something's been done about it, we're going to be uh, hypersensitive uh, to this and possibly be better to spot things like this mm -hmm. if they occur. Now, I'm not thinking that it's so widespread. Um, on a, on a basis like the Astros had it, uh, baseball, you can take advantage of things like we've said on this show. You, you've said it. If a pitcher's tipping pitches, that's not cheating. It's called taking advantage of a situation. Um, so you have to draw a line between what's actually described as cheating and what's uh, part of the game. And I think the the irony in what he's talking about here is that he mentioned specifically the Yankees and the Dodgers, and they have been two of the biggest teams complaining the most about the Astros. So wouldn't it be ironic if they were also found to be cheating? And, uh, you know, that's why I, I think uh, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Don't complain unless you're not doing it yourself. That's for sure. So nope. we'll have uh, coverage of this throughout the season, if there is a season. <laughs> and uh, getting back to that, uh, the MLB is already issuing um, advice to teams that they would prefer the teams still played the games in alternate locations. So, um, if your team is affected and the whole league is affected for that matter, uh, the MLB is saying now that uh, they hope that the season will go on as planned in alternate locations, whatever uh, uh, that may mean. But they can't really either they're going to postpone or shorten the season to a certain extent if they have to move games. They can't push them any deeper into the year. We're already until late October, early November, so either the games are going to be played somewhere or their season's going to be shortened. So getting back to that, um, it's, it's going to still play an interesting part in, in the 2020 season. It certainly is. And, and, you know, how many 
alternate spots can you play? I mean, you're talking about uh, 15 games you've got to find alternate spots for, 30 games actually, because you, if you can't play in the other guy's park, and what's going to be the criteria? I mean, it, like, is it okay to play in Florida, but it's not okay to play in New York? I mean, I don't know what the criteria is. Uh, I know people look forward to opening day. Um, that's the big crowd day. I don't know. I don't know what you do. I know the Mets have, they open on a Thursday. They're rough on a Friday. They have big events scheduled for Saturday and Sunday of opening weekend, big bobblehead giveaways. And, you know, it sounds a little silly, but those are big giveaways. People love to get the bobbleheads. It's a big crowd and it's on a weekend also. So what happens then if they have to start the season in, uh, I don't know, you know, uh, Miami or something? Uh, it's, and then when where does Miami play? <laughs> They're not playing one another. Uh, I don't know. It's a mess. But uh, maybe it's a good time to take a break here, Rich, and talk a little bit about the Baseball Talk radio show. And people can uh, support the show by going to anchor.com. FM slash baseball talk radio show and there's a support button right on that page hit that try to you know uh, whatever you can give is uh, be very helpful to the show help us grow the show and uh, maybe uh, if we raise enough money Rich I can join you next year's spring training that would be awesome <laughs> and I'll put it on my calendar now because uh, I, I kind of like this uh and I like the journey that I took uh, with it as well. So, yeah, we'll put that down and hope our listeners can support us. Come on to the anchor.fm site and hit the support button right there. And uh, you'll send Gary and I down to uh, spring training next year. <laughs> and we'll be back right after this. And Rich, uh, again, I know we're on a bit of a time schedule today. I don't want to hang you up too badly, um, but I want to get this story in. And it's the uh, now you got to pay attention to this baby, the Charleston River Dogs, the Yankees' single A affiliate in the South Atlantic League, quickly pulled a promotion dubbed OJ Trial Night that was scheduled for May twenty sixth. The minor league team announced its promotional calendar for the 2020 season and received heavy backlash over the promotion it claimed would present a juicy spin on the murder trial that captivated the world 25 years ago. The trial of the century gets a juicy new spin. We will finally receive the verdict that everybody has been waiting for. Pulp or no pulp. The River Dog's original promotional release stated fans will act as our jury, voting with custom paddles to reach verdicts on various topics throughout the night. The eyes of the nation will be upon us. Fans will receive an OJ trial shirt upon entering the stadium. If the shirt don't fit, you must see if we have a different size. So they're having a different bunch of topics, but they're calling it the OK OJ trial night and uh it did not go over well they had a lot of criticism about this and uh you know we had a couple uh, a few years ago if you remember that were 
a little bit wacky and, and sort of on the bad taste side promotions that were pulled. I It's original, but I don't know why some of these minor leagues continue to, to try to do these kind of things. Yeah, you had to know this one would get pulled. Um, but yeah, they're they're wacky, zany, designed to to make a maximum impact on on the listener and the promotions uh, wherever they're going to promote us. And you you got to give them an A A for effort on it. But yeah, not in the best taste, of course. Um, something that just I don't want to say it gives a bad light to minor league baseball but they crossed <laughs> just one too many lines but i i think it's great that they try it at least uh with the mlb those things would never even see the light of day uh they wouldn't print one one poster about something like that with that but <laughs> no yeah, I, I, yeah i agree 100 percent. it it's uh they, you got to give them an A for effort. They're certainly creative. I think just sometimes it just, you know, you just have to wonder is somebody not overseeing it though and saying, you know what, it's a great idea, pulp or no pulp. I know you, you know, the juice thing, uh, but yeah. maybe it's not in the best of taste. So, um, you know, I guess they float it, and somebody must have said, hey, that's a great idea. And that that's a nice uh, pulp type of thing. They float it. So, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, what's your choice? Pulp or no, no pulp? pulp? Exactly. No pulp. Uh, but they wanted to play off of the whole O.J. Simpson thing and probably not the uh, the best topic to uh, play off of. But, you know, they canceled it now, so it's, it's a memory of the past. But... Uh, as we know, anything that's put on the internet nowadays is never uh, gone away. You can delete it, but somebody's going to copy it, and it's going to be there forever. That's for sure. And if you're watching our video version, I'm I'm going in and out here because apparently I can't surf while I'm doing the uh, the show on my phone. But I wanted to bring up our our final topic of this week's show, Gary and. My uh, tour boat is about ready to leave for Charleston Harbor soon, so we'll wrap it up sooner than we want to. But uh, there's some major injuries around the MLB already, uh, despite the season not being uh, possibly able to start on time and things like that. Max Scherzer of the Nationals is on uh, the day-to-day. Michael Conforto, your Mets, Mm -hmm. um, possibly missing some time. Chris Sale. All these multi-million dollar players, Justin Verlander um, over at the Indians, Mike Clevenger, and across the river in the Bronx there, um, Aaron Judge from the Yankees with a rib injury, uh, Miles Mikolas on the Cardinals, Cole Hamels with the Braves this year, signed with the Braves on the offseason. So there's some big names that are going to be possibly sidelined to start this season. Yeah, it looks like Giancarlo Stanton uh, as well with the Yankees. Uh, and they lost two pitches. James Paxson uh, has some uh, had, had some sort of back surgery, so he's going to miss the start of the season. And uh, Severino, Luis Severino, 
is out for the year. So, uh, as you say, a lot of big-name stars uh, injured going into the season, might miss some time, and maybe that's a chance for some teams to uh, try to uh, you know, load up on some wins early in the year if they can and uh, hang on. Like the, uh, remember the old Atlanta Braves? They had a one year, they they won their, like their first 16 or 18 games or something and and hung on to win the division. They had a big lead and, and uh, they were getting chased down and they just made it to win the division. I forget what year that was. I think Joe Torrey was their manager then. But um, yeah, lots of big names and. Uh, we'll see how they, you know, how it all works out. Sounds like a plan. Well, we appreciate you listening to this edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show with Rich Baxter and Gary Mack. Uh, why don't we tell the folks where they can find us on the web, Gary? Well, Rich, they can find us all over the place. You can find us at uh, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Overcast. Uh, our home is at the uh, Anchor FM slash baseball talk radio show uh google play we're on google play you can check us out there as well with pretty much any of your favorite podcast uh you know app that you may have on your phone that you use you can find the show at that so go check it out today and subscribe so that way you know when a new show comes out because sometimes we do get a little sporadic with our uh, work lives and, and whatnot. So, uh, but we try to be uh, as best as we can getting the show out. But uh, go check us out at all of those sites and subscribe so you always know when the show comes out. Very cool. And uh, Gary, you and I are going to have to carve out some time for a, an on-location show. I'll give you some uh, reports right from spring training. Um, over the weekend and early next week, all through uh, St. Patrick's Day, and I'll let you know what's going on there, and we'll do a show uh, right from there. So, sounds terrific. Looking forward to that as usual, and certainly, and enjoy your your cruise around Charleston Harbor, Rich, and and to all uh, our listeners out there, have a great week, and uh, be safe, be careful, wipe down, wash your hands. Stay healthy, and we'll see you again the next time on another edition of the Baseball Talk Radio Show.